0: Addiction is an experience that has been very close intertwined to my human experience and what I've grappled with and sat with and fallen into and fallen out of and all the things in my personal experience. Please know that me speaking on this, I'm not wanting to come from a place of heartlessness. Um, I feel for you. If This is something that you relate to. I'm not judging you for relating to it. I'm not judging myself for sharing it. I believe that this is just one of the things that is here on this planet. And I think it starts in your mind and so it's a battling of the mind that creates the action of addiction. But just know that I respect you for even listening to this and I respect you for even being curious about this situation because it's a tough one. It's tricky and it's sticky and Just know that my heart goes out to you if you are experiencing this and can relate in ways. And I have compassion for you and I also believe in you deeply and truly that addiction is something that you have the strength inside of you to overcome and move past. I also realized that addiction is so individual and unique to your human experience and know that I am only able to speak from my human experience and what I have endured in this time with it. I was in a conversation yesterday about addiction and someone said... I do such and such in order to feel. I just want to feel a feeling. And I can relate to this in the way of partaking in the substance, would be the only time that you feel. Know that, and this is me speaking to myself based on what I have experienced, but know that the feeling that you actually need is not from the substance. The feeling what you actually need is the silence and absence away from the substance to actually give you what's there, to actually give you the feeling of truth that's inside of you. That's the feeling that is worth becoming addicted to. Like that level of silence and addiction starts in your mind. And I think that in your mind, you have these gaps in awareness. So if you, let's just say your addiction is food, you have a gap in time, a gap in your mind that you feel, that you experience where... Your awareness of what you're doing shows itself. So, like, you can tell in that gap, like, oh, I'm binge eating right now. You have a gap of realization and awareness of the act that you're choosing. So, if addiction is in the mind, you use the mind as a tool to backdoor the addiction and i think the back door to addiction is silence is meditation is stillness is being quiet being undistracted and allowing what is inside of you the actual feeling inside of you to come up and out and In that releasing process, that's where the freedom is. That's where the freedom from the addiction is. That's where the liberation is. It's like when you allow yourself the space to actually feel and not have the feeling from the substance, but the feeling from your body, the feeling from your heart, that's where the freedom is. The freedom is not in escaping and partaking in the substance. Because then that substance has you hooked on that being the source of the freedom. And I, just from what I've experienced in this life, nothing is outside of you. The freedom will not be from the substance. The freedom comes from you having the compassion for yourself, releasing the judgment for yourself, and sitting with you and allowing all your shame, all your guilt, all the yucky feelings that you feel about yourself to be in front of you as if you're looking into the eyes of a child, and this child is coming to you, and it's so shameful, and it's so judgmental of itself, and it hates itself, and it all these things, and you learn how to love that child still in the midst of all the baggage, quote baggage, that this child is bringing to you, when in reality it's just bringing truth to you. And how you accept that child is how you accept yourself. And if you can come to a place where the silence becomes the new addiction, the silence will speak volumes to you. So meditation, which big fancy thing that you think of, but in reality, it's like the art of doing nothing. The art of like, like not moving, not potentially not thinking like, but you go through all the thoughts to then reach a place of no thought. So you sit with yourself through all the thoughts and through the emotions that arise and through everything. And then you reach this like spaciousness where there's no time. And that's, where the healing is, like that's where the reclamation of you and of the deepest, truest part of you arises. For me, my experience with addiction, the purpose of the addiction and the purpose of the choice that I made to go do the thing again was to escape, to escape the feelings that I had to escape the frame that i was viewing my life through to check out for a little bit like in in that checking out i was offered a like placebo effect of peace but deep down i always felt like this isn't really true peace. This isn't really truly helping me escape from the feelings that I feel. It's the temporary thing. And I think there's some type of definition of addiction where it's like, I don't remember it word for word, but it's like addiction is the thing that keeps you coming back to it. And it's like almost enough, almost enough, almost gets you there, but it doesn't ever fully get you there. Almost, almost, almost. And That's the cycle that it keeps you in is the almost high, the almost escape, the almost numb, the almost feeling, but it never lasts. So if it doesn't last, there's a moment in time where you are brought back down to your life and what is true about your life in the moment, what is true about the feelings that you feel deep inside your body and your heart and your mind and with Combating that with the silence, with the meditative state, with the time with yourself. Oftentimes when you're trying to connect to yourself, your soul, your spirit, and your heart. You're first met with the walls around your heart that have been built to keep others out. And in that building and keeping others out and protecting yourself. So you thought you were protecting yourself. You're doing the best that you could. You are also keeping yourself out of your own heart. So then, when you go to sit with your heart, you're met with this debris. You're met with these walls. You're met with these emotions that are masking the real deep emotions. And so, then the quick fix to that feeling and to that wall would be reaching for the substance. But it's not sustainable. And I think that any person, or at least I can't even say any person, If for me, it was never lasting. It was never fulfilling fully. It was always the almost and the halfway and the not quite it didn't really get me there. It didn't really offer a lasting place of peace. Because when I came down off of this high or off of this experience, I was met again with the feeling that I was trying to escape three hours before. So then if that feeling is going to keep resurfacing, isn't time better spent trying to dive into that feeling that you're trying to run away from and not escaping the emotion that's coming up? And in the pursuit of chasing a new feeling, that feeling that really needs to be felt remains. So it was there to start. It'll be there when it's over. And that's the cycle of the spinning and of the continuous addiction. But really and truly what you're needing most is compassion for yourself and to sit with yourself, to be your own best friend, to be the support that you needed so bad from other people in your life, but you never received it. So you turned to a substance that gave you an escape. You can be all the things that you need for yourself. And truly, I think that nothing is outside of you. I think the wisdom, the keys to your joy, the understanding of love and feeling that love and the support and everything, like all of it can come from you. You can be the source of all of these things and the actual act of addiction, the actual act of relying and depending upon a substance to give you something, it's like that substance has a mind of its own and it's wanting you to depend on it. And it's like, wait, wait, wait. You're giving your power away at that point. You're giving your power away to a substance that you think this thing outside of you can give you something that's inside of you, can give you a feeling of peace inside of you, can give you an escape from what's inside of you. It's like none of that stuff outside in your world that you can see with your eyes, none of that can touch what's in you. And if there's something in you, there's an emotion, if there's a feeling, if there's a, a sensation inside of you. It's not going to go away from reaching outside. You have to reach in. You have to go within. You have to sit with yourself. And that's when silence becomes the medicine that you actually need. If silence is the ultimate addiction and that actually being the real thing that should be obsessed over and should be like really taking time going in on also me saying, should like you decipher what you should and shouldn't do with your life. Don't listen to other people telling you what you should and shouldn't do. Um, If silence is the ultimate addiction and the ultimate way to combat the addiction, there's a step in between the addiction and the silence, and that would be invention. That would be creating something new, doing something different. And I think it's beautiful. I have friends and I mean, also myself, but like one of my friends who has gone to therapy um, for addiction, she shared this really beautiful thing with me. She was like, my therapist told me to create a list Of all the things, all the activities, all the things I can do with my time, things I can do with my hands, things I can do in place of the addiction. And one of the things that I've also picked up along the way of just reading about it and stuff was like the biggest thing that helped me. So simple, but it's always accessible instead of picking up the substance and and continuing the addiction go sweep your floor sweep your floor like can I tell you how many times there was nothing on the floor because I sweeped it so much like I had to just do something physically and in that physical like mundane moment I was able to process and like think like okay do I actually want to do this do I actually want to like let me bring in all parts of my brain all parts of my um, my being and ask myself before I just so quickly without thought, can I actually consciously make a decision whether I want to do this or not? And a lot of times I still did it. And a lot of times I also didn't do it. But that sweeping of the floor gave me a moment in time to like decipher between A choice and having the awareness to have a choice of whether I wanted to to do this or not so creating a gap in time creating a gap in the instantaneous you know like the train of thought that your mind just goes on like for me my mind would like zoom like go in on what it is that I wanted to do I couldn't see anything else around it it's like just that one thing because I know that feeling that, that, that it gives me. Um, but that sweeping of the floor gave me a gap between automatically instantaneously just doing the thing, just because I have the impulse to do it. And it gave me time to make a conscious choice and like question myself and question myself from a place of like, Hey, I want the best for you. Hey, is this benefiting our future? Hey, is this like, conducive to the, f- the life that we want to live and it is tricky to not judge yourself because I think or at least for me a lot of shame was around when I would partake in this substance and I would guilt myself and go in on myself and really feel bad about myself after I would do it but I think that's all a part of the journey and knowing that the feelings you're feeling are valid, the feelings of wanting to escape valid, the feelings of being shameful for doing the thing like valid, all the, the emotions and the feelings that arise around this addiction, you have to validate them in the way of like, I know you're here for a reason. This is a purposeful feeling. Let's dive a little deeper into like what you're here to teach me what you're here to teach me about myself what you're here to teach me about my relationship to the substance because some of these substances this is not an addictive substance well your relationship to the substance is where the addiction comes in you can have substances that are not addictive but your relationship to them and how you operate with them and how you use them could very well be addictive and i think like for food for me like i can binge and go in on food it's not the food that has the addictive qualities it's my relationship to the food so then the relationship to the food is where i focus and like noticing when i reach for the food what am i feeling when i reach for the food what am i experiencing when I want to indulge in a lot of food. And a lot of times that came back to like a feeling of emptiness and wanting to be filled by something. And I believe that the emptiness, the wanting to escape, wanting to get out of the experience that you're having, all of it's teaching you. It's all giving you and presenting you with an opportunity to evolve and to move forward. And yes, 100%, like not necessarily with food, but like other substances. The beginning when you're first starting, it's so hard. but you are the support you need. And then when you are supporting you and you're like, okay, let's like make a pack of myself. Like, let's do this thing. Then you like extend yourself out and say, Hey, yo, like, I'm not trying to do this substance. Like, don't do it around me. Don't bring it around me. It's not welcome in my home, blah, blah, blah. Then you go out like, but it all starts with you and the decision that you want to make and pursue, and devote yourself to this commitment of trying, and also, I mean, just having compassion for yourself when you slip up, but then knowing, like, okay, we want to get back on track, like, we want to continue this thing, and I also really respect people. I had a message, a DM from a man that I respect. He was sharing about his addiction situations and how he's been sober for, I think he said like 70 days. And he's like, it's the hardest thing I've ever been through. I'm like, yo, like I respect you for sharing it. I respect you for being open about it because we can relate on more things than we are different. And to know And to hear about other people's struggles, like, that's where you relate. You don't relate, or at least some people, you can't really relate through the success. You can relate through the pain, though. You can relate through the suffering. And when you have a friend who is suffering and you don't try to fix it, you don't try to say, like, well, you should just do this, this, this. And you actually just like throw the ladder down to them, climb down the ladder yourself, meet them where they're at, listen to them, give them a hug, show them love in whatever way, shape or form, and hold respect for them even in their darkest moment. Give them compassion, a loving grace of you are forgiven I forgive you. Please forgive yourself. Like we can move forward in this moment right now, right now, right now, because that's all that there is right now. It's one of the greatest gifts that you can give someone. There's so many gifts you can give people, but meeting someone where they're at and not trying to fix them or judge them or shame them or put them down in any type of way and just saying like I hear you like you are supported you are loved I'm here for you that can change someone's life because I think a lot of people and I can say this by a lot of people I mean myself like I felt so shameful to speak on this situation with addiction that I was experiencing because I knew there was like some crazy judgments about to come my way. And it's like, yo, I'm already judging myself enough for doing the thing. I don't need you to also judge me. The only thing that I'm needing from you is to listen and is support. Maybe a hug, maybe like in whatever way that this person shows support that's the only thing you need I already I already know and have told myself the you shouldn't do this you should do this you are blah 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 like all of that I promise like the person has already ran through the cycle of things the only thing that that person would be needing from you if if someone was opening up to you about their addiction would be for you to ask the question. How can I support you? How can I be of support to you? And in order for that person to give you an answer, they have to first think, How do I receive support? How do I need support in this moment? And even that reflection is beautiful because now that person can identify the thing that they need which gives them an opportunity to give that to themselves. An opening, honest, transparent, non-judgmental dialogue around the addiction is transformative. I'm not trying to tell you about your specific experience. I don't know your specific experience. You do, though, and you know how you best receive love, and if you don't, think about it think about how you receive support and then know that once you put a finger on it and put words to it now you have an opportunity to give that to yourself I really think everything that you desire and want out of this human experience you can give yourself if you want deep love bam, there you go if you want deep physical connection there you go with yourself like All of it can happen, you and you. You are in need of no one, but the support does help. And talking about it helps. Sharing about it, because the moment that you share, you release it for a second. And in that release, there's medicine. And in opening dialogue around your experience, there's medicine. Because you are removing the judgment that you have towards yourself enough to speak on it. That's a win. That's huge. No matter how it's received, no matter what the person says back, like you getting it out, that's such progress. And you admitting that hmm, maybe I do have a situation with addiction that I'm not really fond of. It doesn't really sit well with me. That's a realization. That's an awareness. And you seeing the addiction that has the potential to be present in your life gives you an opportunity to do something different. But if you don't see it, if you're not aware of it, you can't change it. I encourage you to be honest with yourself. I encourage you to stop judging yourself so harshly. You are yours for your life. Why would you want to beat yourself up constantly over a decision that you make by doing just the best that you can? You're doing the best that you can with what you know. And now that you know and create new ideas of what to do with that emotion and that need to escape and like wanting to do something different, Once you make a list of options, now you can say, okay, I can choose. Like, do I want to do this addiction or do I want to sleep the floor? Or do I want to go for a run? Or do I want to go scream and cry? Because I'm trying to escape a feeling that's inside of me that keeps showing up before the addiction. And it keeps showing up after the addiction and keeps me in the cycle of the addiction. You have so much power. And I hope that you know this. And it's never too late to make a change. You're never too far gone. You are yours for your life. This whole life, like you are the one walking with you. So why not make it an enjoyable situation? Why not make it a supporting, positive, encouraging, uplifting life that you walk with yourself? And knowing that, yeah, I might, like, slip up. Yeah, I might have a day where I'm just like, goodness gracious, like, I'm over it. But knowing that the freedom comes from inside of you. Nothing outside of you is going to give you peace. No person, no job, no amount of money. No substance. All of that is in you. And it's possible. Because if it's possible to be this low, it's also possible to experience its opposite. It's universal law. You can't have one without the other. You can't have the dark without the light. The light is there. And if you are in deep, 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 deep darkness... Congratulations, you have the potential to experience vibrant, vivacious, lively, beautiful light. And I think it's a whole nother topic to go in on the situations that are happening inside of our body, inside of our minds that push us to the addictions. So I'm not discrediting like some... Funky feelings that are happening. But your life is yours. You get to choose what you do and what you don't do. And you can't have choice without the awareness of the decision. So seeing yourself impulsively pick up the thing is a start. And having patience for yourself in those moments is crucial. And feeling the desire of like, I want to quit. Just know that you will. It's a matter of time. It's a matter of continuing to choose. It's a matter of realizing your own strength that's inside of you. Seeing the power that you have in every single moment. And deciding that your life is what you make it. You are the creator. Your life is a canvas. You get to paint anything, everything on it. You observing yourself creates the space between you and the decision that you make. So you being the observer of your decisions creates that gap that I spoke about earlier and that little gap is all that you need and then when you keep revisiting that gap when you keep paying attention to the silence between the notes the space between words that space grows that silence between notes that space between words is the space that you dive into when you're in a meditative situation. That space, that silence, that stillness that you experience is where the compassion for yourself, the love for yourself, the understanding non-judgment that is where that has the opportunity to flow in when you are experiencing this urge with addiction to find and experience those gaps more you gotta relax a little bit a little bit a little bit you gotta relax and how do you relax maybe take some really really deep belly breathing breaths breathing in through your nose watching your lower belly rise holding it at the top for one two three four exhaling two three four holding your breath at the bottom for two Three, four, and inhale again. Two, three, four, holding at the top, and exhaling for two, three, four, all the way out, and holding at the bottom for two, three. And return to your normal breath. And continue that. It's called box breathing. You can look it up. There are probably videos on it. But your breath is your anchor into your body. Your breath can bring you down into your body. And create the space needed for your body to relax more. And in that relaxed state. You begin to experience the silence. And that's where some really deep rearranging and healing can happen. When you keep visiting that place. And yes, it's hard. It's so hard at first. Because when you sit with yourself to meet your heart, you're first met with the debris around your heart. But once you go through it, once you let the feelings and the emotions and the walls that are there be processed and, like, listened to, you listening to yourself, you listening to what's around your heart, and then releasing it in some way, writing it down, painting it, screaming it, dancing it, moving it out of your body, it's like now you only have a couple more walls to go through or whatever it is. Like, there's only so much and then you are met with the love that you are you're met with your heart you're met with the purity of yourself and that gift that experience that feeling that's the addiction that is the ultimate addiction If I can be of support to you in any way, shape, form, if you relate to this, reach out to me. I don't know everything. I don't claim to know everything, but I know how to listen to people. I do know that and I take pride in that and deeply value supporting people and helping people and being of service in that way and being of service by saying nothing, doing nothing, just full attention, it's quite simple but it's quite profound and truly let me know if you are in need of support in any way, Um, you're not alone in this journey, you are with you, walking by you the whole time, Um, also I want to add one thing there's this um book. It's called F what is it called? It's by Gaber Mate. I think that's how you say his name, but it's a book about trauma. I haven't read it. I want to um but one thing that Gaber Mate, I think that's how you say his name, um how he or what he says, he's like, "I don't ask people why the addiction. I ask people why the pain." Like, what brought you here to experience addiction in this way? It's not about the actual, like, latter part of how you have chose to process and sit with your pain by accompanying yourself with a substance. It's more so about, like, what pushed you? What got you here? What pain did you endure to bring you to this place and so it's not necessarily about like what can we do to fix this addiction it's like what do you need to support you with your pain I think everybody has pain I think that we can relate through suffering and to have compassion for the people who are deep in in the suffering and I mean, we all are in our own way, but not so asking and judging the repercussions of pain. It's more so like, let's go back to that pain and like, what do you need that you never received? And then starting there and giving that to you and, and speaking and sitting with your inner child as if they're in front of you and like asking them like what do you need from me? What do you need that you never received? I love you. I'm proud of you. You got this. You're a warrior. You are strong. And you are capable of doing absolutely motherfucking anything. Anything. You can do it. You can get through this time. You can push past the experiences, the feelings, the emotions, the addiction, like all of it that's happening. Change is the only constant. This too shall pass. And by you having the awareness, first of all, by you having the curiosity to even listen to this Thing that's probably gonna be titled addiction like the curiosity first then the awareness of how addiction potentially shows up in your life it's all really powerful potent soil preparing for change so I'm proud of you I'm excited for you I'm with you I'm walking with you you are walking with you And at the end of the day, you are the only person that you need. You are the only person that knows the entirety, the totality of the trauma, the pain, the suffering, but also the joy, the love, the happiness that you have experienced in this life. Therefore, you are the only one that you are needing support from because you know you like no other. And you can't sit in a therapist's office and tell her everything about you because only you know that. Only you know the X amount of years in life that you have experienced and all the moments and all the heartbreak and all the bliss and the peace and the joy, like all of it. Only you know. And words are limiting. Words are very limiting. But again, I'm proud of you. You got this. I'm cheering for you. Please let me know how I can be of support to you, truly. Your DMs mean the world to me, and I just feel very thankful that you are willing to receive something that I really care about, because that says a lot about you. So thank you. I love you, and I believe in you. There's a song, it's called I Believe in You, I think her name is Casey Hill. I believe in you, 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 Yeah, listen to it. Like I, and then the music that you fill with your ears, like let it be something uplifting. Don't let it be something that's dark and and digs you deeper into the hole of the depressive state that you find yourself in, where you reach for the substance and you go into that addictive spiral. Like if you really want to change, and feel as if you are on the are on the precipice for big change. Start to be aware of where in your life there is energy coming into your sphere that is keeping you in the looping of the addiction, the looping of the sadness, the looping of the past, essentially. But like I said, you got this. Like, Come on, you got this this is your life like you get to steer you get to take the reins you get to do it and you get to choose everything so I hope that excites you and nothing it's never too late to do the thing it's never too late to stop it's never too late to start something new it's never too late to invent it's never too late to use creativity to help you get out of this addictive pattern and the looping that is going on in your mind you got it you got it it's just quite simple so I hope that you see that I hope that you believe in yourself in that way I hope that you speak to yourself differently I hope that you release the judgment for your, from yourself I hope that you allow shame to exit out the window because that's not helping you and pushing you forward and benefiting you in any way shape or form all the love to you let me know if I can support you in any way